to an epic conclusion of an epic game. This is Retro Encounter. As always, I'm Josh Curry. With me is Chris Gavauer. Hello! And Mike Solosi. Hello! We are here to talk about the concluding hours of South Park, The Sick of Truth. Yes. <laughs> I, I played the concluding hours of South Park, The Stick of Truth a few hours after recording that previous episode. <laughs> like we hours after we concluded? <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, um, we recorded that on a Sunday night, and I finished South Park on the wee hours of a Monday morning when I had to leave for work a few hours later. So, yeah, oh, that's I was, awesome. I, I was, I was, you could say I was compelled to finish. It's always and, uh, better and, to finish than to not. Yeah. And, my, and my, my roommate was out of town, so I, did, I wasn't bothering anyone. Nice. Uh, I just, uh, well, so, so you learned about the, the farting on someone's balls. Yeah, uh, so we guessed that right. I was very <laughs> I was happy say. about that. Yeah, <laughs> and and um, the the one thing that I was a little disappointed about that I guessed wrong was the uh, uh, the the final the quote unquote final boss. Mm-hmm. With the 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 zombie sh- the Nazi chef was brilliant and perfect, yes, and I thought so and good. I I thought the game was going to end on that, but then the the Princess Kenny thing out of nowhere See. was. A, a little, I, I don't, I don't know. I was a little underwhelmed by that. But the, the farting on the balls, the Nazi zombie chef, the Mister Slave's ass, basically being the final dungeon. Oh, it's holy so crap! It was, it's it was so it's, hilariously gross. It's so gross and weird and absurd and totally South Park. I did not get, see the ass coming. I, 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 I didn't either. I'm not sure it's even possible to see that coming. So no, we had, we had talked about how. In said asshole. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Using a vibrator to break down a wall. <laughs> <laughs> and and you and you get the last two Facebook friends by like calling on his cell phone that's yeah. stuck up there and finding Mr. Hat. Yeah. It, okay. Like, oh my goodness gracious! It was like like. Uh, um and and oh and also you, there's a you have to do a second abortion mini game on the snook. Yep. 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 After you've learned those yeah, valuable I, skills earlier in the game. I screwed up the abortion minigame the first is, time in the clinic. It is not easy. It is no, really um, hard. It, the, the first and third segments weren't a problem for me, but the second one, it yep. I was I was always doing rotating the stick at the wrong speed. Because, oh yeah, for for those that maybe don't remember or haven't played it, you, there's when you do an abortion on Randy, who is, I should say, not a woman, um, you have to do uh, one minigame where you aim the syringe, one minigame where you sort of stir around by rotating the uh, the one of your joysticks, and then a third minigame where you uh, just press left and right at specific prompts. But the, sec- the second part of it, it, it the, my PS3 never seemed to think I was at the right speed. So it took me five or six tries for that second one, but once I... But then I think I got the snook one on the first try because I had made so many mistakes earlier. Yeah, like, you know, not... Like ninety minutes earlier, <laughs> I uh, I kept exactly. screwing up with the injections at the beginning. I don't know why. Uh-huh. That was what I had trouble with, and the other two were fine. Every time you would press down, it was just it would just move, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and it seemed to yeah. move really quick. Like it would be like, 
I'm gonna go here where it's supposed to be, and it's gonna go really slow. And then as soon as you're like, like all right, yay. and it's like, now you step in the thigh. Yeah, you have to press it like a second <laughs> earlier than you think you would. Yeah. It's, I, um, the timing for those was strange. I know the timing for the game compared to the TV show is not right, but now playing it today, I was really, really, really upset Randy wasn't Lord. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, um, I think I think we were mentioning last episode that Randy is like one of the secret MVPs of the show because yeah. he just he gets he gets into so many incredible situations, and I think part of it is because. He's an adult, and he can, and the writers can get him into situations that make more sense than getting kids into those situations. Yeah, and he's absolutely—I mean, he's a very childish adult, but he's incredibly hilarious. And his role in the game was was excellent. He's maybe uh, my, one of the best NPCs for sure. He's yes. he provides the best color to the game. Like he's he's that color commentary <laughs> on the whole thing. Like he just pops up randomly. He takes a funny situation and makes it just unbelievably hilarious. God, Having him earnestly talk about Taco Bell, like, how could they? I don't understand. Like <laughs> his just... whole his whole Taco Bell conspiracy thing, his role in the abortion so... clinic, and his role in the uh, at the alien spaceship. The UFO yeah. is yeah. Is just, oh god, the standout for me still is just him whistling and singing positive songs to himself while you're walking between rooms trying to save him from getting and oh god i, I know uh, we mentioned this in the last episode but when the the game is trolling you with those incredibly difficult versions of the uh of the yep. um anal probe mini game and you just have He's to just watch going, randy's reaction oh, no 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 <laughs> oh man it's it's hysterical randy randy is one of the most entertaining characters in this game for sure He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. I really, really, really enjoyed that he was like. I think you are right. I think in the show he is one of those standout characters, and it makes sense because it's it's made by the creators. I think if this had been written by anybody else other than the South Park team, mm-hmm. I think he's not included as much. And and that's where like we talk about it being like a like a passion project. Yeah, true extension of the yeah, show. Yeah, they, right. they really wanted this to be a great South Park game, and so and for that to happen, they had to be they had to be on the writing staff, and it absolutely did happen. Right, and that's that's I think it shines with Randy because I think a lot of people, if you were to make South Park very formulaic, you would you would hit classical things like "You kill Kenny, you bastard." Like it'd be really easy just to be like, "You have your Cartman phrase, you have this phrase, you have that phrase, you have this happening." And you could phone it in very easily, um, but to have those extra elements of tr- truly understanding the characters and how they fit in, how they're supposed to be, like fit into a, a true South Park story, I, I think Randy really, really shows that off in this. Right, it's and- crazy because he's a character that really only became funny and interesting way late into the show. Yeah, he he like, was a bit of, he was a bit of a boring prop in the first couple seasons. He was just a dad for like the first six years. He was but, just Stan's dad, and then they decided bit by bit, like we could do some weird shit with this guy. Yeah, and then oh man, did they ever! God, is he awesome! And also, I mean, it's remarkable that you you bring Randy as one of the strong points to this game, which and it's absolutely true. But um, I think there's a remarkable lack of Stan and Kyle in yeah. this game because you they yep. you don't. You don't really see them until early in day two, and you only get a lot of commentary and uh, and roll with them, or at least more than a car- more than Cartman or or as much as Randy, if you have them in your party often. Yeah. Which yep. and which 
I mean, it, it makes sense in some at some level because the you know the, it's these two factions that are fighting each other, and you're and you're not always with one faction. But I mean, you you probably if you use Butters often, you probably get more dialogue out of Butters than Stan, Kyle, or Kenny. And that's I was gonna bring that up is uh, I love Butters, um, and so when you start <laughs> off as that's your first party member, I was like, this is awesome, like this is a great great start. Um, but at the end of the day. Stan and Kyle are my two favorite characters in the entire show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was something that always kind of bothered me. When I went through the first day, basically, without ever interacting with them, or I don't think you interact mm-hmm. at all, right? Like, you, they're not even mentioned. I, no, I, think, no. You're, I think you're right. They, uh, it's, it's not even mentioned that they're the Elf King. It's, yeah. or, uh, the Jimmy stuff is in day one, right? The yes. Bard stuff? Okay, yes. so yeah. I, they mention. I think he's the only person that you know is with the elves. The only like named kid from the show that yeah. is one of the drow elves is Jimmy. So I I sort of assumed. Oh, if they, um, I I wonder. Who, well, at first I, I I thought I was wondering who the hell head of the drow elves might be because I assumed that Stan and Kyle would be on Cartman's side. But then going on in the first day, it's like, oh, where the hell are Stan and Kyle? Oh, maybe they're the leaders of the elves. Right. And yeah. So mm-hmm. I, that's not it's not exactly impressive that I was able to guess that, no. but it, it, it is it is they always butt yeah. heads with Cartman anyways. But it is unusual that um, there's relatively little of Stan and Kyle when you could reasonably assume that they might if you like went into this game knowing about South Park but not about the game, you might assume oh I bet Stan and Kyle are the main characters. Right. But Absolutely. no, it's not the case at all. Yeah, and that's I think it, that's a disappointing sorry, thing, but it, it's. Again, it's it's one of those things like we're nitpicking to nitpick because overall the game <laughs> right. is so yeah, good. it's just delightful and wonderful. Uh, yeah, so, mm-hmm. I mean, it, I, I to me, it, and it, it it's just a strengthening of like you said that they they really understood what's fun about South Park because they made sure that Cartman is the main narrator because that's always the best because his version of things when he's describing stuff like for an opening cutscene. Is always I, just delightful. I think they must have so much fun writing Cartman because he is basically yeah. he's basically their id. Like every yeah. negative thought those writers have, they can have Cartman say it with like a laugh and a fart. And then and, we, and then it, and then it's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so you have Cartman do the narration, and while everyone loves St- Stan and Kyle, they are traditionally the more everyman type characters f- for the show. And in with this their game, own you hijinks, have, and so you game, get you the hijinks a- of everyone else. <laughs> And then, if you want, yeah, they're there too, and they're making important decisions, but they don't matter as much. And, uh, oh, um, I guess we should mention, whether it was for a gameplay reason or for a story or dialogue reason, um, do either of you have a favorite, uh, I think they called them buddies officially, a favorite buddy or companion or party member uh, for like through the latter part of the game? Stan. Yeah. Stan was just a tank yeah. in terms of damage. That's why I did So, I, I, yeah. Um, for me, for and me, I it love was that Kyle. With his dog. It would be. I see that, and that those are the two that for the second half. I, I agree, that are the best. And I just love that it was the Red Rocket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Red Rocket, Red Rocket. Well, I mean, I, I played the tank class, so I had. A, oh yeah, so I, you had that. Yeah, I, so I was able to have a little bit more freedom, and I I mostly used Kyle because he his free action gives you an attack boost, and his arrows move does a ton of damage even if you screw up the mini game, hmm. which I got, which I actually I aced that mini game maybe twice the whole game. <laughs> And, uh, Some are weird. Yeah, it's, it's, are weird for me. Um, I never even used them. Not once. I just wanted to try him out for a while early I, on. He, 
he's all right. He gives you some boosts, but like it's his are more like defensive, and who cares yeah. about that? Yeah, exactly. And uh, with Butters, I think he's great on the first day because having a free heal is awesome. Perfect for the first yeah. day. But by the end of the game, you have a zillion healing items, so you don't need him. So then you bring in Butters to be Professor Chaos. Yep. Yeah. I was and then just Chaos, fun abilities. One of, the, one of the best moves of the game. <laughs> I, I, I mentioned oh, this last Professor game. Is Chaos I, was great. I had the oh, regen every time I had an action. Um, so it became a point that as long as I didn't get killed during the enemy's turn, I probably was going to get almost all of my health back or a large portion yep. of it back. And so Because they give you so many healing items and, oh, they, get, and they let to, you use one for free. I didn't even have to use my healing items, though. Because I did the health uh, for the... Uh, oh, yeah, you, you you had a regen-heavy build. Yeah. And so right. uh, every time I touched somebody or did an action, I was getting back hundreds getting and hundreds back, of yeah. health. So then you do the quick attacks where you're doing three, four, five attacks. It's like, alright, well, that's, that's a thousand. That's 1,500 health back. Easy. Yeah, my my strategy was a little different. I mean, I had a bit of a tanky character, and I uh, and the moves I used the most got bonus damage from high armor. So I just stacked as much armor as possible on my main mm-hmm. character, and I had to use a healing item occasionally. But I, in the last day of the game, my health was never threatened. Yeah. Uh, the game uh, overall. Weirdly, I would get hurt a ton, but I just did obscene damage. But I think that that's part of the thief class. Right. Yeah, I, I probably didn't do as much damage or could do as much status stuff as you guys. Exactly. Yeah, but I use I use the I use the uh, the 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 um, stomp dive attack and the bull rush attack mm-hmm. almost <laughs> exclusively for the rest of the game. Nice. The game's not hard. Um, no. No, it's it's not. It's it's fun, and you can do all kinds of crazy stuff, and the bosses. Can also do crazy stuff that's more funny than problematic, yeah. but it's it's not it's not a challenging game. No. The, the only time I died was to the Al Gore boss fight on the second day <laughs> because I was on because I was under leveled. So I, I had I was under leveled the whole game. I, I'm I'm confident I beat the game under leveled. Um, I know, like I, whatever. But um, so for me the hardest thing was I had almost a reliance then on my regen, um, and just like my items like uh, my wearables I guess. Um, mm-hmm. so, like, the underwear gnomes, like, when they take away your clothes, <laughs> because you don't have, a, like, you don't have a chance to change into anything, those, those instances are where the game got really hard for me. Because um, suddenly, your, your game-breaking build was gone. Right, my ga- game-breaking build's gone, I'm two, three, easily levels below that I'm supposed to be, and so it's like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I have to, I have to perfect every attack, every defense... Um, As balls are swinging at your face. Yeah, good old mm-hmm. balls. Balls in the face all day. Um, <laughs> I was not expecting those balls in the face at all. At the end? <laughs> the end of that fight. No, I, I, so, like, yeah. I knew all of it was coming. We talked. We even talked about it in the podcast. Um, yep. Do the fight. Still, like, get to the point. Just crack up laughing. Like It's it, so it's, funny. It's, and the, it heals everyone. <laughs> I can't, I can't I, remember. Like, there's one phrase that she says. She's like... Again, this podcast is going to be vulgar. Something along the lines of fuck me harder, you cocksucker, or something. Yeah. Yes, and yes. I just started laughing. I yeah, lost just, my shit. Just it was swinging so boobs, swinging balls, like dirty talk between your parents while you're fighting an underpants gnome shaman. Warlock. Yes. War- warlock? Okay. It's a warlock. Um, if he's... If this is Diablo 3, he'd be a witch doctor. It's Hearthstone, so it's a warlock. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> they should add Diablo 3 classes to Hearthstone. Or they should just add Diablo 3 classes to anything. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I'm 
I'm, I'm with you. The, that whole situation, even if you knew it was coming, was just – it was jaw-dropping. It's hilarious. I, you, can't, you sort of can't believe – You can make believe... an argument that maybe one of the people had already opened their mouth with their jaw. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, wow. All right. Maybe I'll cut that. So, I don't know. So I will – so since we've kind of been a little scattered with uh, what we uh, – of our love for this final day, what did you guys think of the girls' club? Oh, Oh, One of my man. favorite episodes ever, making it into the show. I, Sunshine uh, Sparkle. Sunshine Sparkle. Sparkle. <laughs> I, I mean, the way that they represented the, the social dynamic of girls was a little sexist, but really, really hilarious. <laughs> like, <laughs> how, how they would instantly call each other horrible things, only behind her back, and then forgive her in in person later it's no and that's what i love is that they say it in front of her being like we think she's a two-timing like slut bitch Mm -hmm. but it's okay because we've decided to forgive her for saying sorry i love you guys guys no oh my god the best was with i think it's jessica rodriguez and so they're they're like talking about how like we need to catch this person because she's a two-faced bitch two-faced bitch and then She's a whore like Jessica Rodriguez, and Je- Jessica walks up like, oh, "Hey Jesse, like, hey, oh my god," oh. and it's like, and then there's such and then two she, faced and then, bitches. And then they, and then she friends you on Facebook. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It. I. I really. So. Yeah. Uh, all uh. the segments feel so distinct, and that's that's the best thing <laughs> yes. about the girl segment is it, it's it's so. I mean, obviously, obviously, all of them are playing up stereotypes, right? Um, but <laughs> to like to their max degree, um. But it's so nice because you you go to this girl council, and you've already seen two councils, and you've seen how they've been handled, and you see like the boys mm-hmm. playing their games, and like it they make it so very immensely different. Um, the yeah, the game's it. always so. evolving into something new and exciting. Yeah, that that <laughs> whole sequence I think is great, and. I think I, I was reading recently that that was supposed to be a much bigger part of the game, but it was one of those kind of in terms they, they, of involving yeah. the girls. They had they had to sort of um, like scale back on their ambition yeah. just so they could finish it and provide a focused experience. Yep. Well, that's because uh, again, their vision for this game was enormous. It was it was too big. They wanted a Skyrim like open open world RPG set in the South Park town. Yeah. But they they had to scale it back and and. Just to, just to make sure that they were putting out a good game, they had to make it this 12-hour, very special experience and not exactly what they wanted initially. It's, it's remarkable that this game got made at all, and I'm so happy it did. Yeah, the, the, yeah. that could, be, I guess, be a, a complaint, is the third day's pacing feel a little bit odd. It's a little rushed at um, times in terms of what you're, how quickly you're going through stuff. Right, and, then, and that's what, if you look at the content for day one and two, they feel like reasonable days to complete whereas the quests for day three seem much longer and then they they roll they've all all the quests do a good job of rolling to the next one um but it felt like there's like a natural stopping point and then you'd go to canada or at least like you go to canada and then you end the day and then you roll into like an additional day or like it there it felt like there could have been more spreading of things out i guess yeah, well, it, it, you know, it's a great gag, mm-hmm. but, you know, going through the woods to get to Canada is just kind of a... That's the best. Okay. It's like, all you gotta do is go north. Chris and, and I were talking don't... about this beforehand, <laughs> and I was expecting, um... 
was yeah. expecting him to get on an airplane because they they get on airplanes in the show, and they have that yeah, stupid but map no, no, animation. You, you... You just have to go yeah. up four times, and you're you're from and Colorado you're to Canada. Canada. It blew my mind. It was hilarious because uh, I was literally expecting. I was like, "All right, it's time to get on an airplane." And I know you said it, like you go north on the map. Somebody mentioned that at one point. No, no, no. Uh, it's it's Kyle. He says, "Okay, first you go north, then north, then take a turn north, then go north, and then you should be there." He goes, "And yeah, you should just be there." <laughs> or I, I think they have it on the map. They had it on the map. Yeah, they the have it just in uh, up at the top in the right-hand corner. But I figured mm-hmm. it would be you go up there, and then there's an animation of them on an airplane or something. And so that completely caught me off guard. And also we should mention that, like, they're in Colorado. You go north four times, and suddenly you're in Toronto, which is... That checks out, dude. Which is, you know, between Michigan and New York. Well, <laughs> yeah, they, you're fucking... It's Ottawa all of a sudden. They go up a couple states. <laughs> oh, Ottawa. Right, sorry. Ottawa and right, Canada, right. and Canada's just one big nothingness so it's it's like the same everywhere right and i just love that but, quebec is a friggin' cave yeah montreal yeah, is an underground cave no no I, I don't know i don't think you even go to montreal they just kidnapped the king of montreal and threw him in a cave no they, yeah they, no they threw they threw him into the uh the caverns of of montreal oh so no, you're that, you're that, yeah, the cave. cave system is oh, montreal that, oh god <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> a cave system that takes up one room exactly it's montreal and also, okay, there's two things about Canada. First of all, do they really have to go to Canada to translate some French? They yes. couldn't find, like, a French teacher. Yes. Yes, because they need you to go to Canada. And have you okay. seen a show before? They don't allow people to speak another language in South Yeah, Korea. I guess so. Except for, except for, uh, uh Mr. Mr. Wing. Well, Mr. Wing speaks bad Chinese sometimes. Que paso, que paso, si, si, trabajo. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the day laborers. That that would have been a fun addition if they could fit them in somewhere. But I mean, I think so, that's going to be the next game. There, there's so much. There's you so know, many immigration's going to be something they're going to do for there's the next PC game. Principles in it. Yep. <laughs> oh, and uh, it's and um, politics. The, and it's a it's a superhero send up. There, it's going to exactly. be about Coon and Friends. Coon and Friends. Yeah. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Mysterios. Yeah, they're they're making they're gonna make fun of the Marvel Civil War storyline movies and stuff. It's I I can't wait. I'm I'm gonna get that game way too early and then not play it until a year just like this game but uh, <laughs> and, then be, and then be really happy you finally played it yeah but be really happy when we find it played it in a podcast when the game's two years old yeah that's that's how these go that's how it always works <laughs> but, yeah but anyway um the, the two uh, first of all i think uh having going going to canada just to translate some french is great they having to having to do a bunch of rpg silly side quest bs is is great uh just three to get the yeah and uh, and clear out the bears and uh, decide whether or not to kill the uh, the priest of where was he was he in um, Banff. Winnipeg Banff Banff okay sure um, <laughs> just cause yeah but uh, do do you is there do you get a bonus for letting him live uh, I, I, I killed think I him just got a, I think I just got some equipment or a patch or something like that no but I killed him and then stole his equipment I killed him too oh yeah so I'm sure it's the exact same thing it's just. Okay. You feel better about yourself. You made it. Do you get a Do you get a friend? Because the one thing I was worried was if you get a friend request by letting him live, and I was missing out on the friend request. I gotta double check. Maybe Uh, actually. I mean, when I replay this game, because I think I will uh, eventually. I'll I'll do a little bit of research and make sure I do the best possible. Do a hundred percent free version with the pre-order of the next one. Mm, Oh. It'll run better. Yeah, it will. will Well, well, the, the problem is I don't have a PS4. Yet well, that uh, seems like a mistake that should be remedied. Yet I have to pay a mortgage, man. Come on. But anyway, <laughs> we're get, we're we're basically we're, da- we're dancing around the the 
most striking part of Canada is that it's an R- it's an eight bit RPG that looks like Dragon Quest two. I thought you were gonna say the most striking thing is you are supposed to cut somebody's balls off. Oh, okay. There's that. You do have to bring someone's balls back as a trophy, which is which is very South Park and special. But I mean, it's you walk in and there's an eight bit version of O Canada playing, and the whole thing looks like a like a NES game from 1988, yep. and uh, it's it's fantastic. But but and the stuff that exists as NP the people exist as NPCs just like just like normal and even do like jokes referring to old to NPC repetitive dialogue. Yep. Uh, and that a town know, or a whole city is represented by two houses <laughs> and yep. then like the mayor's office. Speaking of which, Prince of Canada, awesome. Yeah, man, he was Prince of Canada was <laughs> That's dark. That's an asshole, but so so hilarious. Such a dick shushing up his wife. <laughs> Such a piece of shit. Uh, I loved it. Oh, <laughs> I love man. how everyone just deals with him, and then he leaves the room. And they're like, "Okay, let's let's now we'll talk business." Ah, <laughs> uh, Canadi- Canadians you, were, were you. alternately jerks and very nice, and always apologized. Always apologized. Terrence and Philip teach you the the final fart. That was I, fantastic. I, I, yeah, that, that, that was, was such a good nod. I like I like how they referred to them as the monks that live at the south end of town. Yep. <laughs> but and I love the animation of getting in the water on a boat. <laughs> right. Across oh, the man. river. And the music changes. Oh, it's just great. Oh god. I, I would have liked this game if it if all of it was an eight was eight bit nonsense like Canada. Yeah. If they just, if they just had, they you know, a downloadable game, just like a twenty dollar bite sized game. Yeah, jeez, just do it like that and and have and have them go across America doing something or I, I don't care. Like I would play an a full length eight bit version of a game like that. Dude, I would play an Oregon Trail variant of South Park if if Matt and Trey wrote it. Especially now that they have a, a full video game under their belt, they they have they know how to you know properly set expectations and yeah. and, how to, and how to write for one. Yeah, I mean, oh. sky's the limit. They can do whatever the hell I hope, they want. At this I hope point. they continue making more games after the fractured butthole. I think they will because just because this game did so well, you mm-hmm. know, and not that it exactly completely did gangbusters in terms of no, but it was selling it was, ever, but it, it did well. It was definitely a critical success, and I and and I, I think people who right. played it, yeah, it did. It definitely sold all right, and people who played it, it stuck with them. Yeah. And a lot of top gamers are a hardcore crowd. Exactly. Gamers are a hardcore crowd, so I'm sure they heard a lot of how much people loved the game. Yeah. I, I and since it, there are gamers, I'm sure they were, they were like, this is awesome, let's keep going. I think it exceeded expectations. Like we talked about uh, during the last podcast with yeah. how troubled it was to get it out. Yeah. Uh, I think both expectations from um, the publishers and also just the general audience had been dampened, I guess is a nice way yeah. to put it. Um, and so I, I think if it hadn't gone through that, I, I think there's a much better chance of it selling well. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I think a lot of people got gung shy. Like you look at the other South Park games, which are terrible. You look at everything. That <laughs> yeah, this I, went through, I remember. Like, I remember playing an N64 one that was just a so couple, many, and they were so a, bad. A, a couple dialogue clips from the show, that, and that uh, and, and game? no, it, um, I don't think so. Oh, that, it was, it was like it was like it was like a quiz show that Mr. Garrison hosted, or. Oh, I was wondering if it would be the FPS one. That was that I really be... awful N64 FPS. No, no, no. I'm thinking of the quiz one, but uh... the snowball fight one. 
No. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably I'm probably misremembering this, but it, there was there were some bad. No, there were a bunch games. on N64, and they were terrible. They yeah. were all bad. But like we talked about last episode, there was no reason that anybody should have thought this was going to be good. I mean, and then, so I, th- I think a lot of people got caught off guard, and so I think this, the second one, this is where it kind of explodes into a much bigger thing. Um, and so I'd, I'd be shocked if they didn't do at least a couple more after this. Yeah, and and even if they mess up game mechanics, if the writing's good, and by the way, I don't think they will mess up mechanics. They did a good job with with Stick of Truth and going forward. Mm-hmm. I like the the more ta- adding a little bit more of a strategy RPG element to Fractured Butthole, but. There's definitely, as long as the writing's there, it could be a shitty game, and it would still be great because it's South Park. Like that yeah. at the core, if the writing's good, you can excuse a lot of issues and still have fun with it. It's just such a wonderful bonus that the game is actually fun to play. And that um that raises sort of another question to me: Do you need to be a South Park fan to enjoy this game? No, because, because I I would I would say if you actively dislike South Park and its humor, and uh, well, and other parts of it, then then this game is not for you. Yes, but that uh, is hard. But if um if you don't really know anything about South Park, but could enjoy this kind of you know puerile, occasionally gross humor, <laughs> uh, I I think this you would still enjoy this game. You'd be a little cutting puzzled. down walls of literal cum. In a, man's... <laughs> in a man's in a man's small intestine, uh, and Lord. you and you find a a dildo sword in there as well. Yep. Uh, and, but the, the humor in it, even when it's not it's just referencing South Park, is so funny. And yes. like, we mentioned this in the previous episode. A lot of it's gameplay humor that wouldn't work really mm-hmm. in another joke. Like finding a dildo or dildo sword in a dungeon up a man's ass is. Not something that really makes sense in a different medium, or, or even uh, just like the choices of the pedophile sequence, where you're like, "I'm oh, not yeah, gonna take geez. my shirt off. I'm not gonna take my shirt off. I'm oh, not gonna yeah. take my shirt off." And then the was... only option is take shirt off. And you're like, take "God damn it!" Off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they got to take underwear off, and that's when it got stopped. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> "Right nice. at the end of the line." Yeah, but they're not—they're not shy about showing a man's naked body in this game either. Nope. No. They either the, when, whether it's your dad or the general at the end. But the yeah. um, and and then also, uh, at the girl um, when you go when you finally have free reign to move around the girl's base, you can buy armor from one of uh from the shopkeeper there, and Valkyrie one of its it, yeah Valkyrie armor that barely covers you at all. But in terms of defense, it's somehow the set like second or third best armor in the game. Yeah, that's just general logic. That's how things <laughs> yeah, work. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's video game yes, logic. Yes, as long as, as, long as, as you life cover logic. us. As long as you cover your pectorals and your privates, then you're then you're totally protected. Everything is safe. Mm-hmm. Everything that matters. Well, you got to be able to move. <laughs> you can't have these yeah, exactly. armor hanging. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the, that's a lot of freedom of movement there. Mobility. It's all about yeah. mobility. Mm-hmm. Gotta make it light. Don't want to get overcovered. Yeah, I bought that that fairy uh, outfit and the Valkyrie outfit, and I put on the mm-hmm. Valkyrie one first, and then that's what I played with for the rest of the game until they gave me the or <laughs> the best set for your class. I was well. I'm boring, and I and uh, I had part of my strategy was stacking up armor. So for the last several segments, I used the crab people armor the rest of the game. Oh, totally. Yeah. Crab people. Crab people. Yeah, no. Just like crab. Look like people. (laughs) It's true. But with this this game about anyone liking it, I really think that this is a wonderful game to suggest to a friend. If they are not really big into this genre, RPGs, 
Like yeah. I think that this is this is now a a pretty good gold standard with a lot of classics like the the SNESs and PS One and yeah, NES and RPGs where you can be like you new person. I know you say you don't like RPGs or they're intimidating. Try this one. Like this is a this game has is kind of a uh, an RPG gateway drug. It's not yeah, too um, long, which is nice. Nope. It's also I, so instead of a gateway, I'd almost call it. It's like a it's a perfect summer game. Yes, I say gateway drug because we have hundred hour RPGs. Yeah. And if we get people involved in that, I don't even lives. know if that's fair. I don't even just like here play this twelve hour game. Oh, now play this one hundred and fifty hour game. Exactly. Um, the, the, you have to do it on a curve and like just have them slowly work up to your Xenoblade Chronicles X's, but start them out with your Stick of Truth and your Chrono Trigger. Twelve hours is so friendly for an RPG length. It's it so yeah. I beat I beat this game in I think three sittings, but that's because yep. I'm a no that's I'm a no lifer who sometimes plays these hundred hour RPGs. I think mine was four. Yeah, it was three or four. I can't remember. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I did it, three. It is just one of those things. It is very consumable. It's a weekend game. Yeah. So I, th- I like yeah. your idea of a summer game because it really is. I don't want to do shit this weekend. I had a long week. I just want to laugh and have fun. Yeah. And comfortably in two days, you could beat this game and still go out and do other stuff. Yeah. Not feel guilty and. Exactly. Still get Not no feel like- benefit and. I- I know that game like game rentals aren't really a thing anymore, but this would have been like a perfect oh, five day game rental. Yeah. Because it, you would have been able to finish it comfortably without having to renew it, and it's it, it's probably, funny. It's not it's not overly challenging. It's uh, it, it does some things that no other games do. <laughs> but it also has that fun quality of Uncharted's or some other or even Last of Us in certain section uh, with a lot of it, where it's a game that I would consider you know talking about the rental era that I would have beaten it. And I probably, if I knew I had a friend coming over one weekend, I would have rented it again to be like, you need to see this now. Yeah, it would be funny to, if, um, b- being in my situation where I've played the game once now, if I had a friend who hadn't played it, yeah, I got them to, p- to play it and have them choose a class that I didn't choose. And maybe watch for, their experience. And then, and then just watch them play it. That would be awesome. Yeah, because you're getting all the material, the well-written, fun material. So it's like rewatching an episode. Mm-hmm. But you could see new choices be made or new skills or how do you tackle that fight and And, yeah i think it would be a lot of fun and i mean it's sort of the converse of the question i asked about five minutes ago uh if you are a south park fan then i think this is this is a must-play game whether you like rpgs or not well it's it's not even if you don't like video games i know the chances well okay so this podcast doesn't like video games (laughs) it doesn't like rpgs it's low but like Impossible. We, we've we've talked about this many times. Is this is just an additional episode? It's an, it's an extended yeah, it's episode. It's an additional season. Yeah, yeah. Season's <laughs> even better. Um, it's, it's like it's like a mini series, like yeah. a uh, like a five yeah. or six episode special or something. Yeah. And it, it's it, absolutely absolutely excellent. You can play this without understanding how to use t- uh, two sticks. You don't need reaction times for the most part. You just need to understand in very, very general cases of I need to tap, I need to attack, I should defend, I should heal. Um, and it's, it's pretty well communicated how to play and how to win. And it ramps up in a decent manner that I think even if you're mm-hmm. not super familiar or you're like a lapsed gamer, that it would right, it, sure. be very easy to pick up. Whereas like, hey, you haven't played something since the uh, NES, why don't you play uh, Geometry Wars? See how you do. But if you have a moral issue... 
murdering uh, aborted Nazi baby fetuses. What's wrong with then, that? Then, then I'm just saying we're They're talking Nazis. about hypotheticals here, Josh. There's no hypotheticals in the Nazi world. It's not okay. <laughs> it's very fair. It's not okay. Oh, <laughs> not okay. It's also, best call in the game when the, the doctor. Best, best what? The best call in the game when the doctor's like, "It's not over yet. It's not over yet." Chloe uh, Kardashian came in. Yes. Oh God. And had the biggest and, abortion I've ever seen. And everyone, yeah. And ev- the best part is when he said Chloe immediately. I, the first time I played this, I was like, Oh no! Oh please no! And then yeah. the monster comes to the wall. Like, gigantic oh, Nazi zombie now. fetus. What's happening? This right now is what we're doing. And again, it's, it's just done. all those like unnecessary touches, but it just makes it like so perfect. I think about, you know, when we discussed Six Days to Air last time, but just them doing the lines of offensive stuff in the booth, just cracking each other up because they oh, know how man. ridiculous and dumb what they're doing is and just having so a blast. Fantastic. You, writing that, and, like and, sending in that script to uh, another team to then animate at Obsidian, you know that they must have just been smiling, being like, they're going to love it. They're going to love it. Like, and I'm, I'm not sure... <laughs> I'm not sure if they recorded them themselves or if they actually ripped audio from like uh, from Nazi propaganda video or something. Oh, that's ripped. It, oh, they okay, it is ripped. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. The, the, like those, that choice of sample is just hysterical. Especially when right. it's said after you like bludgeon someone in the head and they're bleeding or they vomit from being grossed out and then well, they even, then shout out some stuff. And or if it's if it's like a rat or a fetus that is yeah, that has yeah, that has yeah, the Nazi zombie vibe. The feral cat. Thing. Yeah, they use the same the same octungs. Yeah. Uh, it caught me so off guard good. once because I, I so I didn't go to the movie theater at all, and on the last day towards the very end of the game, um, I happened to go to the movie. I'm like, oh, there's stuff in here, so I'm wandering around. And first of all, the trailers for the movies while you're in there are hilarious. But uh, it's a fire. Yeah. Um, as as I walk out, all of a sudden, like, like, do I can I buy a ticket or something? And I like click on it, I'm like. It's a zombie Nazi working in this booth. And he just, oh, really? He just screamed know. out at me, and, like, nothing happens other than screaming at me. Like, yeah, no, he – on the first two days, he doesn't let you in the movie theater because yeah. you're a kid. And it's an R-rated movie. But he but he became a zombie by the third day, and that's why you can explore the theater. So. Oh, that's awesome. I did. I completely whiffed on that. That's yeah. so good. I, I was walking and, and around to get a box, and all of a sudden I, lis- I started listening to the trailers that were playing. And I just stopped, stood in there, and just listened to them just laughing the whole time. They're ridiculous. They're the best. And they, they didn't have to do that either. That's a detail that a lot of people will miss because it's, there's not really anything important by the movie theater. And it only is accessible on the third day. Which by then you're fast traveling and you've already been told you can't go there. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So it's um that's an Easter egg. And they didn't have to make a b- several funny trailers to show in the background. But they totally did. There's there's a lot of craft and care in this game, yeah. even though it's about you know, like fan like a, a a farts and a fantasy RPG in a fantasy RPG, and uh, oh, like, speaking of fantasy RPG stuff, the Dovahkiin Dragonborn stuff at the very end. <laughs> yes. I didn't I didn't realize it was going to be that explicit a reference to Skyrim, but it's well, yeah. So well, wow. they, they say it a few times at the beginning of the game, and then and then they kind of let it go for a while of saying Dovahkiin straight to your face, and then at the end, yeah, it's just it's yeah, just, yeah. They call shape. you a dragon. They call you the Dragonborn right at the beginning. The Dragonborn uh, must have farted on a princess's balls. <laughs> yeah, I love how that the one guy's like. 
It's like, oh, daddy, you're back to normal. Yes, I guess <laughs> the Novocaine is part on someone's balls. You're like, how does everyone know this rule? And, and the gentleman's or, agreement? You can't Morgan, break that. Morgan Freeman stepping out just to explain <laughs> why why Princess Kenny uh, betrayed, betrayed them everyone. with a with a you know an, an orc marrying an elf yeah. story with zero foreshadowing. And then I love when it cuts to all the kids and even the new kid's mouth is wide open. Like, why the fuck is Morgan Freeman standing there? And my favorite visual gag at the end. It's just even the new kid going, what is happening? They seem to accept it and they even like the explanation. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, like, oh, totally, of course. <laughs> it's just, just part of the game. Yeah. Even though there's a government agent naked there holding the stick. Yeah, who goes... No. Also, that transition is fantastic. Him explaining to you about that you're the fastest person at getting friends. And then being like, wait, what is this? A stick? Well, whoever, whoever has the stick of truth controls the universe. Ha 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 like, all right, that was a great transition. Yeah, it, it, it escalated, earned, that's for sure. Totally earned. <laughs> Natural in its progression there. <laughs> it's just naked oh. fucking... Oh, God. It's just phenomenal. That Everything whole... about this game, it, it I, I thought that, you know, it, it um, that they were following a set of rules and, and wouldn't go too out of hand, and then they would just take it a step further, over and over. No. That's, and that's what's great thinking about what they can do going forward is they kind of already went to m- most of the extremes they could do. Not so, all of them, but they already covered you say a that, lot of those. Yeah, that, do you view that as a challenge for game two or do you still so do you think we're no, going to be disappointed if they can't go as great. much? I think it's great because I, I, I do think that there's still a lot that can be done, especially when it comes more to commentary and not gross out humor. So there's a lot of offensive stuff that's still out there for them to do. Yeah. But the fact – I just mean more in the sense of they already got away with a lot with this game. They did it in a good – to me, again, fan of the show, you know, take that worth its weight and salt. But they made a game that has a ton of offensive humor already in it, and they won. Most yeah, people it, liked it. It, it sold made. well. It got made, and it was – and it was well loved. Like now they have the ability to go that much farther. So if they want to, and they don't have to, and that's the other thing, they don't have to. They could just make a, another great season of the show in a game, and it could actually be a little bit more tame. What was the rating? And that would still this? be wonderful. Oh, M. Was it Very M. It would have to be M. Heavy M. There, is there a rating above M? There's no. There's no bleeping well, out of any X, square. But then you can't sell it anywhere. No, it then and it's not. not they, I don't think they hit AO or any oh. like that kind of. Oh, yeah. AO is AO is the one after M, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Um, no. Okay. Uh, it's R versus X for the game stuff, but no, no, no. I mean, I, I just don't see them though going take a step back and calming down to it. No, team. they won't. But no, it's uh, that's I, what I, means I th- that we're going to just be surprised by whatever what the F moment they come up with next. Yeah, I, I think that these writers are good enough, and now, especially now that they know how to make a game, that they're uh, they, they're not gonna make the fractured butthole a more restrained experience. It's it's no. going. If anything, they're going. They know that what they what they did worked, and they're gonna go a little bigger. That's what I mean. It's like they, they should have no fear about what they can do now. I'm calling it now, just <laughs> off the top of my head. All right. Oh no. They go back in time. Somehow, okay. okay. Little be- flashpoint theory. Okay. Somehow you become 
sperm in your dad, you impregnate your mom with yourself. To guarantee that you're, you know what? I really to, wish to that this idea isn't okay. viable, but I, I, I strongly believe that this might happen. Okay, now, now that we're on this I'm, I'm looking at this, and it says, an outrageous RPG adventure. Manipulate time and space. Time. Oh, yeah, you do have a, a, one of your farts, because they were talking about how they could, uh, how do you escalate fart powers in those, uh, you know, the age-old RPG trope of, you did this whole game and became king, and then in the next game, you lose all your powers, which they deal with here by you showing up in a king outfit, and Cartman makes fun of you for being a tool still playing that old game. <laughs> Oh, so and also, I think uh, it, you're ostensibly the same character, but you can make a girl character in the second yes. one. So, yeah. but you uh, are still the same kid. Yeah, I they agree. might they might throw in a Caitlyn Jenner joke or something in there if you decide to if you decide to change genders. Yeah, they oh, probably will. They they seem oh, to really enjoy Caitlyn Jenner in this last season, so that will not be surprising. <laughs> well, I think that they were more obsessed with the whole incident with her running someone over and no right. one talking about it. That's what they were obsessed with specifically. Not her eyes. Well, that that definitely became a part of it. <laughs> so, I mean, Josh gave us his Josh gave us a slightly outrageous, but not outrageous in the context of what this game does uh, prediction for the new one. Uh, Chris, do you have a similar oh, idea? Lord. Uh, do you care to prognosticate? I, I'm trying to think of. I think we're gonna have Cthulhu again. I don't think that's going to be Hopefully. a hard assumption. I just don't know if if Cthulhu is going to be like a, a summon type. Thing, or if you have to do stuff for Cthulhu and become his minion. Hmm. And either way, I'm super excited because I want to have that super positive, upbeat uh, Cartman song of hanging out with Cthulhu playing while there's destruction of some major city in the background. I still think those are the best episodes. With, with <sighs> those, those are great episodes. Going to DP. Yeah, yeah and, and, and Captain Hindsight. Yes. Yeah, the, oh, those, thank those you, Captain Hindsight. I think I think Captain it. Hindsight as a boss battle would be a lot a lot of fun. And then as soon as you beat him, he should have done something. Yeah. I should have seen this coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I what I want is now I, I love Tokusatsu shows, which are you know like like cheesy special effects Godzilla Ultraman kind of stuff. You're gonna I, yeah. I think I think we're gonna have a a battle of giants between Cthulhu and Mecha Streisand. I was about to say I think that's actually a very <laughs> and safe I, bet that we get Mecha Streisand this time. That would around. be like a, a like a last third of the game special fight <laughs> that I would enjoy very much. And if, and if not Mecha Streisand, ma- back just maybe, to uh... maybe a giant version of of Cartman dressed up as Awesomeo instead would be good. Because. Hmm. <sighs> Because also, I should mention, two of my favorite episodes did not really have many references in this game: the the, the Scott Tenerman episode and the Awesomeo episode. And I, I, and there's definitely enough South Park for them to make a ton more referential humor in the next game. Even though this, even though Stick of Truth was chock full of it, but they still have plenty of episodes to mine for material. I mean, Pip wasn't yeah. in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Pip, the shittiest character in history. It, well, okay, Pip and Towley are the two worst South Park characters, and we didn't see much of either of them. I love that there's a whole Pip episode. Uh, it's the like, it's like the worst episode. And it's and it's it's Malcolm McDowell. Just, yeah, 
one of, one of the best British voices possible. Just sitting there in a chair, basically acting like a crazy person. Like, this man uh, must be so cool God. in real life. Pip would be a swerve of a final boss in, in the next game. Or, or maybe he could just be a punching bag that you kick the shit out of once. Uh, also, the fact that, that Craig didn't realize that... Oh, sorry, Clyde didn't realize that that green sauce wasn't green sauce with Tatsu. <laughs> yeah, he thought and they actually have a breakdown green. argument being like, no, they had green sauce for oh, a while that was, now. And everyone's like, are you serious? Oh, like, you're right. <laughs> that was such a good aside. Oh, man. Carmen getting upset at himself for not realizing he could get takeaway green sauce from Taco Bell. But it was only from certain ta- Taco Bells, not yeah, like exactly. every Taco Bell. Not yeah. every Taco Bell. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> they, they talk about it for, like, slightly too long, which is yeah. the exact right amount of time. And even Clyde's like, yeah, huh, they have green sauce. <laughs> so oh, man. Uh, making the Clyde betrayal was a really cool plot moment, and the and the Nazi zombie chef was an amazing plot moment. And then they somehow kept outdoing themselves, with the, and they ended up with the Chekhov's gun of farting on someone's balls. Yep. And yes, they the, did. The final line of the, of, the, of the game is the new kid... Not speaking a word, the whole game says, screw you guys, I'm going I'm home. going home, yeah. <laughs> there, so much of this game was so South Park and so perfect. And I love every time, especially in the third day, when there were those moments of, what do you have to say for yourself, new kid? Or, what does the new kid think? He doesn't say much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. He's not really much for talking. <laughs> and, and he doesn't really say anything, but all of the girls seem to be attracted to him. Yep. Because <laughs> he's really cool side. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's not saying anything to us. That's exactly. And then, and then, screw you guys. I'm going home. And they all look at him, just stunned, oh, like man. he can't speak. I just also love how your dad hates you. Yeah, <laughs> for no reason. Your dad won't even friend you on Facebook until you have thirty friends or something. Yeah, and he's always just talking about how you kind of suck and need to do things. <laughs> oh man, I want another game that Im- that imp- uh, implies, not implies. Uh, employs social media in such a fun way like this. What would they do, though? I mean, because it's, it's one of those things that they, they did Facebook. I mean, do you do Twitter? I mean, that, no, I think going. I think you stick with Facebook going forward. I feel like they're going to they're gonna keep it the same unless they they create... Cause they don't have uh, to remake a new system. Well, they, they, they did have that Alec Baldwin episode where they replaced Twitter with Shitter. Oh, that'd be fantastic. So they, they, they could sneak that in somehow. They could have there's... audio diaries, then. Yeah, audio diaries yeah, Twitter of Twitter audio of, diaries of Alec Baldwin speaking in directly into your brain. If they did go back um, in time, it'd be funny if they made it MySpace. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. that'd be great. No, that'd be great. Just have like uh, um, most of the game have Facebook be your main menu scene, but then when you go back in time, it's MySpace instead of Facebook. It's just shitty videos <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Music oh, videos man. everywhere. Oh god. There's so I much also, they can do. Like five songs. To Come on! Every time you change the page, Ugh. yeah, jeez. Just like, please stop, please stop, go away, go away, bad band, go away. <laughs> Congratulations that you you are also playing in your garage. <laughs> and then E bombs world. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what they would. I feel like it's just easier to stick with uh, Facebook because it's a good system. It was. Yeah, I, it was employed. It was. It. it was implemented brilliantly. I. It's so I great. Loved, it was I loved all the Facebook stuff. Yeah. The only time I didn't like the Facebook stuff was I mentioned this last episode was when I uh, I finished the Al Gore quest too early and he sent me a Facebook message every thirty yeah, seconds until it. I until yeah. I beat him. 
which was a lot, which was most of the second day. So you shouldn't have you been can... trying to be an overachiever, dude. Yeah, I know. That, that's what that's what I've been told you ever been since I was the whole game, like I was. <laughs> and isn't that great that they actually, in a weird way, punished you for trying to be a completionist? Yeah, a little <laughs> by bit. doing that. Again, it's just those little gameplay FUs that they yeah, have throughout that are wonderful. I mean, there's regular jokes, and there's also gameplay jokes that yeah. were, were just it's other awesome. Level. Every it's time other level encounter. clever. Like, and Why can't and, more and games be like this? I was telling Josh, they, there's a, a new like behind-the-scenes little six, seven-minute featurette that just released online for Fractured Butthole. Mm-hmm. And... It just, it feels when you, and granted, of course, they're talking to a camera, so if they're miserable, they're playing it up like everything's, you know, hunky-dory. But it definitely does seem like that they take, there's one moment where I think it's Trey is talking about gameplay jokes, and it makes him, and he's so excited and loves the fact that they can make those kind of in-game jokes through mechanics. And And we talked about it last episode, in that it's funny because they they make everyone laugh through their writing all the time, but clearly they take pride in those moments of being like, okay, how can we screw with people and what they expect? Not just story, but but those little mechanics, and that, that, that it makes them that happy, I think is awesome. <laughs> just to be like, okay, try to save Randy. Do it. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't know what, exactly where they'll go from here with the next game, but I can't wait to find out. Yeah. And then... Yeah, I mean, they could do any genre going forward, but hopefully it'll be RPGs. God, it's just too fun. <laughs> God, yeah. I mean, so do, we have, do we have anything we else have... to talk? To, what else do we have to talk about? Does anyone have something they want to bring up? Uh, I guess just for posterity's sake, I will say only frustration for me, mm-hmm. especially going through the second time, is at least on console, the when you're learning farts. Oh, the first time it is mm-hmm. so finicky. I hate learning farts. Yeah, it was it, it, the uh, the third fart, the 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 sneaky squeaker or yep. whatever. That Miserable that one full amount of time. That one took me a little too long to to learn to finish that mini game. I, yeah, that was that so, period. I guess anytime they teach you anything or go any over any sort of instructions, um, it's really piss poor because they just restart the sequence. Yep. It, um, the basic combat stuff where you where Car- Cartman has you beating up Clyde or 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 the diabetic kid or whatever. Those aren't that bad for Those tutorials, but but the but the fart stuff was really annoying. I forgot about Scott Malkinson and now I'm happy again. Yeah, Scott that's so his name, sad. Scott Scott Malkinson. I'm Scott Malkinson. Diabetes is both a blessing and a curse. But really it's mostly a curse. curse. <laughs> it's my favorite line uh, of the whole game. I don't know if I I don't know if I have a favorite line. It's just I loved the Facebook messages. I I would just scroll through and read old Facebook messages. They were so funny. Yeah, the back and forth trolling. And again, it's like you said, they don't need to do that, but they did. And they care so much. Ugh. Really good. So clearly we hate this game. No one should play it. It should never, ever, ever, ever be played by humans. It's it's funny. That's that's literally our worst complaint. (laughs) Yeah, it's just that tutorial sections are annoying. That's it. That's really it for me. Yeah, load times on consoles are a little bit worse than on PC. But, God, it's just it's just so joyous. Ugh, the best. The best. You get to walk into a room and hear the Kyle's Mom's a Bitch song. What else do you want? Zombie Kyle's oh, as well. Man. 
Yes. Zombie cows. Well, yeah, the kamikazes were really, really difficult. Like, um, the, one of <laughs> that's right. There was uh, during that whole barn segment, uh, which is I think Jimmy's side quest. You yes. um, if you if I had a lot of health, and if you don't defend at least two of those cow attacks, oh, then you hurt. will die yeah. because it it, it it did enormous damage. But I and I didn't die from it, but I got to like let to double digits of health, which was really concerning. Yeah. 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 The kamikazes. <laughs> and also having just 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 knowing that butters can pat you on the back to make you heal. Okay, buddy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, buddy. There, there. It'll, It'll be okay. Buddy. Or beating someone going, guess I got a new bottom, bitch. Like, just all those little details. It's <laughs> the best. Oh, right, the Butters Pimp episode. Exactly. Oh, man. He would give his, he would give his whole, his hose gold stars. Yeah, that's actually the one line they didn't uh-huh. have from Butters in this game that, that, we, that I'm expecting to hear in the next game is, yes, I do know what you are saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do believe oh, that I know what you are saying. Oh, that was a great episode. Uh, but, but, so, guys, you think this was a great episode? Of retro yeah. encounter, eh, it's okay. Yeah, it, it was it was serviceable. Yeah. All right, serviceable. Successful. Yeah. Successful. No, it was fun. It was good. Hopefully, all of you out there will give us better reviews <laughs> when you go on to iTunes or whatever you're listening to this on. No, no please give us a five star review and just write serviceable in the description. <laughs> Average at best. Adequate. <laughs> average. Five stars. Five stars. Non hateful waste of time. Average. Five stars. Um, we would gonna... love to average five stars. Oh, there's... Never mind. As always, you can also send us emails at retroidrpgfan.com or you can go to rpgfan.com and go on the boards and get involved in the conversation there. Um, we would... I, I, I'd be super interested to hear what everybody's favorite like lines or moments were, what really caught you off guard. Um... Hopefully you guys played it before you listen to this. If hmm. not, if yeah, not, I'd... search out some fun little Easter eggs. Yeah, if not, or, or if not, send us a message on Twitter or Facebook when this is posted about your favorite South Park episode or South Park moment. We're, we'll, we will take any feedback or reaction that we get. Mark, we read all. Mike's hard up for something, so we'll promo <laughs> bone. Um. Yeah, we, we don't. We don't have a ton of emails in the retro encounter uh, email address. <laughs> but. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so that's going to do it for us here. Um, we got Valkyria Chronicles coming next month. Oot. That is a hell of a game. Yeah, it's a really, really good game. Um, I'm super excited to see where the conversation goes with that. Um, mm-hmm. And then we're in the final stages and should have an announcement coming out soon about what we're going to be playing in September. The game I want oh. to win is slowly winning, so I'm ecstatic. Oh, uh, yep. should we tell them about the uh, about the special and um, episode that we have next week? Do you do you want to ruin Ooh, it? I'm fine with that. Well, it's not going to be a ru- it's not going to really ruin it because the people just have to wait a week and then they can hear about it. It's building hype. We've been <laughs> building hype for six months for this episode. Sure, go oh, ahead. Okay, <laughs> take oh, it away, Mike. Me? All right. Um, well, okay. Next week we have a uh, the first part of a two part episode. It's called the Essential Ten, and it's where uh, we're four. Um, panelists on Retro Encounter. Josh and I are two of them. Uh, each made a top ten list of our favorite RPGs, and so and uh, with a with a fifth top ten list thrown in there as well. So we and we take this giant list of forty five games and try to pare that down to a list of ten must play RPGs for any RPG fan. 
And we argue, we say mean things to each other. I'm not sure I'm friends with Peter anymore. Friendships uh, have been sullied. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, you can listen to us argue over two episodes starting next week. Yeah. And it's uh, – even though I'm – maybe some friendships are not as intact <laughs> as they once were, it was a lot of fun to record. You had bad luck bad. with games that you liked – yeah, no, I, I made some I made some poor decisions when the with the choices I of games I made to uh, defend and cut at the beginning. <laughs> I ninja the hell uh, out of my process thus far. I am. Yeah, I no, I'm I okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like like Josh and Peter and Marco snuck in a bunch of garbage across, but uh, I and I was le- and I was less successful. Oh wow! But uh, it was a lot of fun recording that episode, and you will you can hear the first segment of that next week. Yeah, and it's really interesting because a lot of times we only talk about one, maybe two, three games in conjunction with that game. Um, we're talking about, it's like 45 or 46 games that we're talking about. It was, it was right around 45, and we yeah. we knock them down to 20 in the first episode and then down to 10 in the second episode. And we're listing them out. To, like we're, we're literally going to have a number one game, um, which will be Wait. fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, the, the ranking part yeah. of it is, I don't know if I like that. Dangerous. No, it's going to be <laughs> stupid. Um... But the great thing is that we're, we're we're spending at least a decent amount of time on each game. We're we're mentioning our games, and so it's just fun to kind of hear very yeah, thoughts that be, we wouldn't normally get on the podcast. So yeah, For you sure. hear you hear our thoughts at at you know varying levels of detail for our, on forty five different games. Like even if some Destiny of those Destiny is a fantastic game. <laughs> I don't understand you kids that like Destiny and Kingdom Hearts. That's just that's just wrong. All right, all right, all right. We're not there yet. Mm, I'm okay. excited to hear this episode, <laughs> especially because, not to your point, it's always fun to hear why people hold on to a certain game as you know one of their favorites. Like Twilight Princess. Let's be honest, it's a terrible game. Shouldn't even been part it's, of the episode. Why are we? We fans. are. We are not recording that episode no, right no, now. No, we're not, gentlemen. So we really appreciate everybody listening. <laughs> um, Positivity. Get excited for the stuff that we have coming out. We have some really cool stuff planned. We hope you guys enjoy. Yep. So, and coming after this is Essential Ten and Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah. So, keep listening, keep enjoying. We'd love to hear what you guys think. Goodbye, everybody. Fuck you guys. I'm going home. I'm a little bit of a girl. I'm a little bit of a girl.